Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Pillow Talk, the new quarantine series of Pussy Church, where I call some of my favorite creators to talk about their artistic process, sexuality, and play a few little games with them. I'm Laura, an erotica writer and the creator of Tales of Laura, which you can find at talesoflaura.com and at Tales of Laura on Instagram. And today, I'm checking in with my friend and adult performer, Stoya. We talked about the difference between making porn and writing about it, polyamory in the time of COVID-19, and then she dared me to take a picture of my panty drawer. You're welcome. Let's dive in. Amen. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Pillow Talk, the special quarantine edition of Pussy Church. And today, I am so fucking excited. I'm here with Stoya, a writer, performer, pornographer. She does so many things. Um, and she's also the author of Philosophy, Pussycats, and Porn, published by Not a Cult. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. I miss human interaction. <laughs> I know. Me too. It's been like really nice to chat to people, even though it's over the phone, but you're kind of like, oh, we still exist. We're out there. <laughs> the sex positive girls, like somewhere. <laughs> I mean, we're not doing much, but we're here. It's true. It's true. Well, we already started chatting, but um, you were just talking about dating apps in the time of corona and you're not on one is that correct i'm not i'm not i have uh i have this wonderful boyfriend who well then it's amazing yeah the first thing out of his mouth was it's totally gendered but yes i would prefer to be the only penis um so that's our that's our what we've negotiated um And Wait, what, is, what does that mean for your work, though? Uh, well, it's accepting work. Um, there was a big, okay, okay. long discussion where he was like, I don't want to fuck with your work. And I'm like, yeah, but like in personal life, would this alleviate some of the the disconcertion you're feeling? And he was like, well, yeah. it's completely gendered and therefore utterly fucked. And I'm like, yeah, but sometimes sometimes our ideals and our praxis can be misaligned. Um, to alleviate psychological suffering and <laughs> yes. he was like I was he was like I don't want to I don't want to ask that of you and I'm like okay here's the deal I'm just not going to touch any penises if there isn't a camera is that is that functional and he's like yes that's functional I'm like okay great um so that's a that's a really fair deal I'd say <laughs> I I think so I think it's you know you I mean are you like are these... you are you monogamous for like you think for yourself I am. Oh, so that's a uh, before COVID and after COVID. <laughs> okay. This is this is it's not it's not our generation's HIV crisis. Um, it is an entirely different sort of virus. But I'm gonna be mm. thinking long and hard before I put my mouths on people's mouths going forward. Yeah, right. Isn't it weird what it has done? Yeah, and it's just all the all the things that I did before COVID. You know, the the screening, the safer sex maneuvers. Like, what is all that when you could kill someone by kissing them? 
Um, isn't that interesting to you? Like, I feel like people are uh, more concerned about Corona than they have been about STDs or STIs for a long time. Well, we don't, you know, we don't have rapid screen. It's a lot more virulent. It's yeah. like all of these things. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I, I will probably always have a poly soul um, or a non-monogamous yeah. soul, but I don't know how much in praxis is going to be happening for quite some time. Um, and I have, yeah. I have the worst, I have the worst luck with women in general. I'm bad <laughs> at talking to women online. Um, so, <laughs> oh my god, what about in person? Have you dated women uh, like seriously, so or just um, more for like sexual experiences or something? Um. Well, so then once you get past the the first conversation, there's the dating, and I'm bad at that too. Um, <laughs> I <don't... laughs> they just, and I, I'm bad at it with men too. Except men seem to accept this as their lot in life. Like they're like, of course I don't get flowers. <laughs> I'm the man. Oh, that's hilarious. I haven't even thought about that fact. I have never like dated a woman like that, you know. So. I haven't thought about all the things you have to do. <laughs> yeah, no, to satisfy like, her lot, outside of the bedroom. <laughs> a lot of women are super girly, and I'm not. So, like, the like you know baby proto lesbian thing of like, oh, like I'm a woman. I know how women work. Like that is not the case at all for me. I'm like I'm a woman. I have no idea how women work. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, if you're having I a problem, like, mean. I'm like try 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 some flowers. Try uh, try asking if they want to talk and then listening without <laughs> proposing possible solutions. Uh, Very true. Actually, that's a huge pet peeve of mine with dudes. <laughs> I feel bad. Well, here's all the things you can do against that. I'm like, I just wanted to tell you that I'm not feeling good. <laughs> right. Can you hold me and shut up? <laughs> yeah, except that I'm like, I'm like bad at that. Like, I'm like, oh, like, I understand a lot more about men now because it's really like, you're like, oh, you're suffering. I want a solution. I want to fix this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I, I actually literally, um, a guy that I'm dating at the moment, I explained it to him exactly like that. I'm like, sometimes you just need to hold me. That's all you need to do. And you can say everything will be okay. <laughs> That's all you need to do. It's actually a lot easier than having to come up with a lot of solutions. (laughs) My last girlfriend was too perky for me. Wow. She loved life. Oh, my God. So much. So much. And it's beautiful. Just like not when I'm grouchy. Um. (laughs) You're like not later in the day. (laughs) Yeah. She'd be like, she'd be like, how is how is Amsterdam? Or how is Amsterdam? And I'm like, well, I was only in Amsterdam for 36 hours. And um, it was full of Germanic-speaking liberal feminists who all wanted to know about the inherent feminism of my work. And it's always strange for me because I'm like, look, I I just make porno, right? Like, I just... Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not trying to make a statement with my porno. I'm trying to make something beautiful with my porno. And (laughs) statements can be beautiful, but, like, that's not what I'm trying to do with the porno. I make statements with my words. Um, ah, that's and- interesting because I wanted to ask you a little bit about how you would define your work. And so we're actually getting there already. So you said when you make porno, for you, that's different than your writing because you do so many things. I mean, people I'm sure know, but you're an adult performer. You make your own porn with serious spaces. 
you're an award-winning actress, you write a column for Slate. I mean, it goes on and on. So it's like hard to describe what you do, I think, for me on my on my end. <laughs> it's uh it's it's kind of hard for me to describe too. The best um so I have this wonderful assistant slash social media manager. Um, the best we've been able to come up with is Stoya has been working with sexuality for over a decade. That's pretty accurate. It's it's accurate, but it's vague. Um, <laughs> kind of, so, yeah, slightly. <laughs> so I have I have the like you know like decade plus long porn career, and yeah. first I did other people's porn. And then I was like, I don't like doing other people's porn because the plots kind of bother me. Why can't we just make pornography about porn like Rinse Dream did with Cafe Flesh? I think that was a great mm -hmm. idea. I want to make my own stuff that's kind of in that vein. Um, and at the same time, I'd been writing about porn in response to interviewers kind of like getting it wrong or like not paying attention mm -hmm. to the thing I think is relevant. Um, so like at first it was just like on Tumblr, like, hey world, we have an STI screening system that's pretty sophisticated. So when you see us having sex without condoms, I want you to know that this occurred on the back end. Um, yeah. Or like, you know, little workers' rights things where it's like, oh, like, you know, you're really worried about the young blonde performer, um, young blonde female performer, but we're not, we're not talking about the male performers get treated and we're not talking about the crew. Mm. And mm -hmm. now that I run my own company, I can do things the way I think they ought to be done, which is like, go to the main performer and be like, hey, who do you want to work with? I want you to do this kind of scene. Who do you want yeah, to have do that. it to you? And it's, Ooh, it's so simple. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's so simple. And Zero Spaces is far from the only company that does this. Um, but yeah. it's just like a nice little thing that we didn't have when I started performing. Um, so you have like and, real chemistry on set too, right? If there's two people who want to have sex together for like real – which as a director is what I want. I want that yeah. layer of genuine attraction. Um, the writing stuff is where I'm like, okay, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna put forth my vision of what pornography can be. I'm gonna put forth my opinions about sex positivity, um, the slate column. Like I'm gonna give concrete advice to people who are struggling with different areas of sexuality. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel, I feel like certain things are appropriate to handle in text and other things are appropriate to handle in a porn video. And the example, things I want to handle, <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I respect the women who manage to make feminist porn, but I'm, I'm worried about the feminism in the process and I'm not particularly mm -hmm. concerned with uprooting vestiges of patriarchy because I feel like those vestiges of patriarchy are a very honest reaction to what we've all grown up in. Um, mm -hmm. So it's like when I'm making a porn movie, I want to deal with what is. And when I'm writing, sometimes I'm dealing with what is, sometimes I'm dealing with what can be. 
Yeah, how it could change, what what a different version of the future could be like instead of like what is actually at the moment a supply, a demand, an actuality. Yeah. But I mean, I guess like if you do create something, I mean, who who in your eyes would be a feminist filmmaker? Like Erica Lust or? OVD. And that, okay. Um, okay. OVD, cool. I think does incredible feminist pornography. I don't think she directs anymore. She's French. Um, and she, she bakes consent into her films and her process. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's both right. Which is like really inspiring to me. And she, um, she shows people taking the Metro and wearing Converse sneakers, um, and like that, that is her vision of sexy. And mm. when mm. she started directing, like, I don't know, 15 years ago, um, that was pretty groundbreaking to yeah. show adult women doing not like the super glamorous thing, but like doing like the like normal everyday woman kind of thing. Yeah. I just actually, I just watched one of the porns that you directed actually. Um, the one you did, yeah, you know what I like that you did for Deeper.com, Kane Cross? Ah, yes. Yeah, it's so beautiful, actually. Um, Thank how, you. How did that come about? Um, so I had worked with Caden Cross, who is in charge of Deeper, a mm -hmm. bunch um, a few years ago. And she reached out through my roommate. My roommate was doing some on-set stills for her. And she's like, hey, I'd love to have Story Direct. And I was like, okay, here's an idea. What do you think? And she was like, I love that. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and she was like, I have, she's like, who do you want to do the um, scene? And I was like, well, definitely Mickey Maud. And then we'll mm, find out I who he wants him. to work with. <laughs> I love Mickey Maud so much. And he wanted to work Incredible. with Alexis. And I was like, I as long as Mickey's happy, but also this woman is beautiful and seems awesome. So like I'm super oh, pro this. Uh, and everyone was wonderful. Um, it was great. It's always so good to see Mickey. And then while I had Mickey Mod in Los Angeles, we shot in Around the World in 80 Ways. Oh, you did? LA. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna have to ask a full-on fangirl question. How's having okay. sex with Mickey? <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> Um, oh my god I can't imagine I'm so jealous right now I'm like oh my god that man okay so first first he wants to like fuck you and look you in the eyes and hold oh. your hand like there's oh, like real it. connection there and then then his dick mm. is very long <laughs> and nicely thick and I don't know about you, but to me, the thickness is much more relevant than the length. Much more um, relevant. Much more relevant. Yet men, men don't understand this. No. So if it's extremely long, it's actually it can like hit your cervix and hurt and stuff. Like I'm not necessarily. Yes. Yeah, so Mickey knows. Way. He knows what he's working with as far as his penis size. <laughs> and so he's very cognizant of that. Um, so he like really knows how to use his dick to bring pleasure. Oh. He's so good. He's so good. And he's so much fun. And like, we've done, we've done these like traveling photo, sh uh, film shoots together. Um, 
and he's like just a joy to be around. Um, super great performer. And I'm, I'm like so lucky that I've gotten to spend so much time with him and work with him so much. He's incredible. Well, I've asked you this, I think, initially, the first time we met, maybe. But um, what attracted you to porn, like, in the beginning, like, when you started out? It like, what sounded was it like about it? fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it does sound like so, fun, I gotta say. I grew up, I grew up with, like, all of... Right, my parents would let me read anything in the library and anything at Barnes and Noble. Okay. And um most things most things that were in the used bookstore as well. Um I don't I don't think there was they were they were just really pro reading. Um so I went down this like second wave feminism rabbit hole as a teenager. Yeah. And I found I found Jane Sexes It Up which was a sex positive anthology. Um, mm -hmm. And I found, I found Annie Sprinkle, but I didn't quite understand that she was a pornographer um, or had been. I just thought okay. she was like rad and like super sexual and like made art about that. I had this sort of like pastiche of like porn can be an interesting way for women to explore sexuality. Um, and I started doing nude photo shoots because I liked taking my clothes off. Um, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and then, then porn came calling and I was like, oh yeah, it's a great place for women to explore their sexuality. Let's do this. <laughs> um, and I did, I did get that, but it turns out it's a big capitalism thing. Like the main focus is capitalism, which is totally fine. Yeah. But not not what I thought I was signing up for. But like it's okay. Um, and then I ended up with this porn career, and I was surprised every step of the way. Um, really? Well, <laughs> I'm I'm pale. I'm uh, I'm kind of being poly. I don't really have boobs. I'm not really perky. So I'll, you know, make a few movies and it'll be, um, it'll be a fun adventure and maybe a couple hundred people will be super into it. And like, it'll <laughs> you mean like kind of more like fetish or something like, yeah, no, I thought, I thought it was going to be this like niche interest. <laughs> you're amazing <laughs> like, and like you know after like years of therapy and like being like a grown adult and like all that i can look at it and be like that's absurd like yeah it's very funny but i mean yes i thought i was gonna check it out with my own vagina for a minute and then like be told like thanks for your service um have a nice life this was fun mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it never happened so it just kept on going yeah, and at one point I was like, shit, this could be a career. And then I was like, wow, this is a career. And now I'm like, uh, you know, I, I used Fleshlight Sales to found a porn company. Uh, oh, and, oh, that's how it happened. I didn't know. I jerked someone off with my Fleshlight once. Oh, <gasps> you did? My own Fleshlight. Okay, so I just stopped on the street by this beautiful man and he's like are you and I'm like yes I am and we have this like wild torrid love affair and then I got chlamydia in my asshole 
We couldn't oh. have sex for a couple weeks while you like wait for that to clear up. Um, because you know, you gotta like take the antibiotics, wait, retest yeah. to make sure it's actually gone. Like you can't take the test right after the antibiotics finish. You gotta like give it a week. Um, so no sex for me. And he had like kind of jokingly asked for my fleshlight and had given it to him. So the fleshlight is in his bedroom and I, I took it out of the case. So you have like the squishy sleeve mm -hmm. and then I jerked him off with my fleshlight. It was simultaneously the most amazing and narcissistic moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is so good. I can't even... <laughs> I haven't even thought about that being a possibility, clearly. But um, if you're a porn star, it is. Yeah. yeah I have yeah. auxiliary cunts. <laughs> Seriously. If you just feel tired sometimes, you can just have your other pussy work for you. Basically. Yeah. You just pull a spare out of the drawer. <laughs> uh. Like, honey, I'm tired. <laughs> but this is here for you if you want you it. You hit my cervix. Have my fleshlight. <laughs> I'm done for today, <laughs> but she's going to take over. <laughs> I, we're laughing, but like actually the next time someone hits my cervix, that might be what I do. <laughs> you should totally do it. Please report back. <laughs> I just want the reaction of the dude. He's like, oh, okay, sure. I guess <laughs> we're doing this. <laughs> to whom it may concern, I need I need to return to Pussy Church as I have a follow-up story. <laughs> you can, you're always welcome. You basically live in Pussy Church, I feel like. So. <laughs> I, I do. I do. I feel like I'm like the Archbishop. Like, you're the Pope. You are. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm calling you the Pope at this point. But um, <laughs> this is actually also good so, because I wanted to ask you, so how does your own sexuality play into your work and how is it is there a separation between Stoya and your private sexuality? I guess if I can call it that. So, you know, I've been doing this for like 12 years. Um, and at first, Stoya was a nickname for Jessica that happened to be what she used when she took her top off. And then okay. porn became a career and... I forget who said this. I think it was the base camp person, but someone smart who does smart things said on Twitter one time, your brand isn't what you think it is. It's what other people see when they look at you. Um, yeah. So when I became a brand, there started this like split between Stoya and Jessica and Everybody was so interested in this split. And I was like, I feel mm -hmm. like I'm being torn apart. You're mm -hmm. acting like I'm neatly categorizable into the parts you want to date and the parts you don't want to date. But in yeah. fact, it is way more mixed up. Of course it is. So I just yeah. felt like I was being torn in half for a long time. And um, I was able, through porn to safely get double penetrated and have a nice experience mm. and no one oh. cried and nobody's ego got ruffled and it was just like pure joy um yeah and like all those sorts of moments i mean i had good anal sex you think it's hard to have good anal sex when when like you're just doing it at home 
when you don't know what good <laughs> anal sex is, you can't teach. Can you come in person? No, but it can be okay. like a nice like bonus if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, oh, totally. Double penetration like is really where it's at. Really? Well, it makes For sense. Me. I mean, I like anal play a lot, but wouldn't yeah because you, you just push everything closer, right? Like it must have that effect. Well, it, it's the correct? I don't I don't like pure anal very much. Like I'm like oh we can yeah, like. Yeah focus on my ass for a minute till I get things going but then we got to like go back to the clit and the the g-spot and like yeah, all those sorts of what, fun parts that's what I like yeah well you can yeah, have like several um, things going on which is definitely more what I'm into than just anal. which is so fun which is so fun yeah but so it was it was able to like have those experiences gain that knowledge um and now there's really like no nobody has the energy to be stoya all day every day at 33. Oh God, no! I can't um, it's just not like you know I can I can do a cam show for like two hours and then I'm like I am fucking done. I have no perky left inside me. Um, <laughs> I cannot laugh at another pussy joke. Um, oh man, yeah. It's, you know, weirdly around the same time that I lost interest or I guess more precisely, like had my fill of all the wild and crazy stuff. Um, professionally, I became more interested in showing and performing genuine human connection. Mm-hmm. And in my personal life, a lot of it's like, yeah, but that'll take effort. Like we could have some fun with rope. <laughs> But then we got to wash the rope afterwards. We could do this. We could do that. Exhausting. (laughs) Yeah. But like, actually just like a nice missionary orgasm is totally fine. Uh, (laughs) Well, if you've done it all right, you're like, maybe it doesn't have to be this crazy tonight. It's fine. Yeah. I do this for work. (laughs) I always, I always wanted to get to the point where I was bored by sex because I was always so interested in sex. Like as soon as puberty Mm -hmm. hit. I couldn't get enough of it. Um, yeah, and now, now I've you. reached that. Oh, really? I still haven't reached yeah. that, but I'm also not in porn. So I think <laughs> it's, it's a little different because I probably need a little bit more um, times to figure out when anal feels the best and stuff like that. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's also, it's like, you know, my whole world is sexuality. We're going to play a couple games together for yes. the show. Yes. <laughs> no sex bingo, but I'll come on to yours. Um, this is the first one we're going to play is Truth or Dare. And it's basically a podcast version of the game. Okay. So we're going to ask each other. And when someone chooses truth, they must answer the question truthfully. And when someone chooses dare, they're given a task to complete. But since this is audio, obviously, it's either an audio there on air or social media. Okay. So I'll start with you and then we can switch around. But um, are you, you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Truth or dare? Truth. Okay. What's something you enjoy in bed that would surprise people? Holding hands. <gasps> really? Oh, yeah. that's adorable. 
it surprises people because porno. So they're like, yeah, oh, totally. They're like, wait, intimacy? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, do you look somebody in the eye or what? <laughs> <laughs> Have you like held hands like in porn? Oh yeah, yeah right? All the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Your turn. My turn. Okay, truth or dare? <sighs> dare. I dare you to post a picture of your panty drawer. Oh, that's good. Yes. Okay, cool. I just I, I suspect <laughs> I suspect that somewhere you have some glorious panties. And actually, maybe we should try to make this a thing. Ooh, like a meme. We should. should we should we try to make a pussy church meme? Oh, we totally should. Wait, are you gonna also post one of yours then? Now I'm like yes. daring you back or something. If we want if we wanna if we wanna make it a meme, then yes, I will participate. We just gotta come up with a good hashtag. Okay, cool. We'll have to do that. And then I think everybody who's listening, guys and girls, really um should post it if they wanna anyways i'll repost it like if anybody posts it i'll repost it we'll just have to come up with the hashtag i'll put it in the description tag me and we'll repost (laughs) fantastic okay so this is so good now we all have a meme too but for the end of this show we're gonna do one that is probably easy for you well um it is a would you rather a or b um and this goes just mainly for how you're feeling right now in the morning in New York. <laughs> so whatever choice you make is not for the rest of your life, basically. That's what I'm telling you. People I'm so got like really people got like really weird about it. They're like, wait, can I have it all? I'm like, yeah, of course, it's life. You can do it all. It's just a game. <laughs> I'm not taking anything away from you. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's start. Um, considering role play, would you rather play professor, student, or virgin play? Oh, professor. <gasps> Are you going to be the professor or the student? I would be the professor. I fucking love it. Yes. Uh, have, I have, have you done like I have a pencil skirt that I may be able to squeeze into? I love it. Have you done some like more dominant roles in porn? Um... I haven't I haven't done many dominant roles in porn. Um I think you should totally do one where you're a professor. I <laughs> I probably should. We have um we have a like duct tape sex ed series that we're doing on Zero Spaces soon. Oh cool. Um, so one of the, one of the cool things about having a flashlight is you have your very own model of um any parts anatomy and they did this special edition of mine that was clear and i was like oh my god the sex ed applications of this because now instead of like just sticking the fingers in i can stick the fingers in and you can see where my fingers are and like kind of what they're doing um so it's fantastic oh wow i'm sort of like slowly segging into professor stoya mode but i want to be like the cool professor who has like the leather jacket instead of like the tweed with the elbow patches um i really think that you cannot be a not like a not cool professor to be honest (laughs) yeah i love my academic sweater um 
<laughs> I mean, I want to see that. It would actually be really so fascinating to like teach somebody how to finger. Or yeah. to make somebody squirt, right? And it's, you know, I just did like a really basic like, hey, here are some of the parts. Um, we're going to try to use colloquial language. But like just the first one is just like, you know, just like a little tour of the vulva and the first few inches of the vaginal canal. Um, I, lo- I love it. Considering pet play, would you rather be a dog or be the owner of the dog? The owner of the dog. Making sense with the professor. <laughs> yeah. Throw the, throw the ball for the good boy. Who's a good boy? Maybe you'll get a treat later. Not now. Though. Sit. Sit. Stay. Exactly. Stay there. I'll do my thing. I'll come back whenever I want to. <laughs> yep. Would you um, rather have anal sex or do edging? Edging. Edging is so much fun. So much fun, huh? But it's hard. I get so impatient sometimes. I'm like, because when you're so close to coming, it's like. <laughs> that's that's why you got to have the good top <laughs> who actually knows what will and won't make you come and refuses to allow it to happen. That's true. You need a really, really good person to do that, actually, though. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah. yeah. Would you? Hard to find. <laughs> yeah, really. Would you? This is actually interesting, especially for you. Would you rather have somebody watch you having sex or watch somebody having sex? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> right now, right this second, I would prefer to watch other people having sex because I worry that I've forgotten. Um. <laughs> It's been so many it's been so many weeks of quarantine that I feel like when I do eventually have sex again. Wait, are you not quarantined with your partner? No. No, I'm quarantined with my roommate. So my roommate cooks, bakes, is a professional photographer who's capable of doing videographer videography. He is an equity holder in zero spaces, like on paper, there is not possibly a better person to be quarantined with. And I am so lucky to have him. But my dick, my dick went home to the farm in case his dad <gasps> got sick. Oh, yes. damn. Oh, yes. I'm also, the, I'm also the dick left <laughs> an enormous farm boy. Um, but I don't, I don't know. How, how am I going to kiss? I don't remember oh, baby. how to kiss. <laughs> I hope it's like riding a bicycle, but like I'm doing my column. Like You're hilarious. You're like, it's been seven years. <laughs> <laughs> right, my column and people who, people who are quarantined with their partners are like asking me questions about the mechanics of sex. And I'm like, hold on. All right, let me go way back in my memory. <laughs> Not way back. <laughs> You're so funny. The, the seven weeks have like completely erased all memory of the sex you've had for the past 30 years. I'm just not sure how it works anymore. You're like, what is sex actually? Tell me. <laughs> oh, no. I'm starting to get weird over here. Like, I'm like, so actually, what is sex? Because we have all these people saying I can't have sex, so I'm having digital sex. And like, hmm. What is the difference between physical sex and digital sex? Well, you have to remember how to kiss people. 
Um, <laughs> how does it feel like to be touched? What is the human contact? <laughs> yeah, so I start my answer. I'm like, tell me what it's like to have skin to skin contact still. <laughs> Oh, completely crazy. Oh, this is a good thing to do, though. You should you should plan on a little stand-up piece. <laughs> People are like, nobody has, has had as much sex as this person, and she's pretending like she's never had it before. Actually, in that sense, you could have done the virgin play role play. <laughs> I could have. I could have. Damn it. <laughs> Sir, it's been so long. My hymen has reconstructed itself. <laughs> I oh hope you're God. prepared to push through my somewhat oh. bloody membrane. <laughs> Here's my maiden oh. flower. It's amazing. A friend of mine actually said this to me. It's a guy, a guy friend of mine. And he was like, I think I'm practically a virgin again. I'm like, you're never going to be a virgin again. <laughs> I'm so sorry to have been disappoint you. <laughs> this ship has sailed a long time ago. <laughs> All right. Would you rather use a butt plug or a chastity? Um, butt plug. Japanese bondage or wax play? Wax play. Orgasm control or swinging? Swinging. Ooh, I know swinging is like just such a 80s or 70s term, I think. <laughs> I know, it sounds like so much fun. Like there's got to be a Di- Diane von Furstenberg piece in the outfit somehow. Like Totally. Definitely champagne, jazz music or something. Like something very, um, very proper and then not. A key party. Oh, yeah. Cuckolding or a sex swing? Hmm. I'm very curious about cuckolding. So I think cuckolding to satisfy my curiosity, we found something I haven't done. Oh, you haven't done it yet. Yeah. I've had, um, I've had non-monogamous relationships where people are either happy to hear or not happy to hear in which case you know the open maybe needs to be revisited um (laughs) about sexual interactions outside that relationship but i've never cucked anyone wow interesting it's such an interesting concept i've never done it either but you need a specific partner for that clearly you do yeah you need a very well you need you need two very specific partners true you need the bull and you... <laughs> oh yeah you do well and that another another chance to report back if it happens <laughs> yes okay threesome combo mmf or ffm or i guess fff fff oh <gasps> really yeah I'm glad I included it at the end. <laughs> I feel like um, I feel like threesomes. So I don't I don't particularly like threesomes because they're always kind of confusing. Um, yeah, I have I have ADHD, and <laughs> my medication works for a big chunk of the day, and then it starts <laughs> to wear off around the time that people become available to have sex. Um. And with with two people, two other people, and no clear plan, 
it gets overwhelming because I don't know who to pay attention to and my mind is all over the place. Um, oh, that's fascinating. Actually, on a porn set, if you do a threesome, you get directions on what to do, I'm assuming. Uh, kind not. of. So if you're me and you get overwhelmed and visibly freeze, then the director <laughs> will say, go over to Riley and lick her breasts. And you're like, oh, oh, right, I'm in a scene. Right, I have to stay active because there's a camera. I forgot about the camera because I was too busy being overloaded. Um, but recreationally, like if it's like, okay, it is Johnny's birthday and Susie mm -hmm. and I are going to bang the hell out of him as a present. Like I'm <gasps> so there for that. And I feel Lucky like man. I feel like with three women – like, it would be really easy to be like, okay, like, let's both pile on Jenny. And then, like, oh, it's it's my turn. Um, and, like, ah, Karen, let's all pile on Karen. Is everyone satisfied? Does anyone want round two? Oh, okay. That's um, true. That's good, actually. Would you rather have sex in a changing room or be a dom for your partner? Or maybe not even for your partner. Maybe for a stranger. I would rather be a dom. I love it. I think this is even like a little bit of a theme now of uh, what you rather. <laughs> 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 the professor, the owner of the dog, and the dom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sexuality, it shifts and changes over the course of your lifetime. <laughs> we cracked a code for today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I am excited for our hashtag and meme. <gasps> yes. Um, I'll think about something. Well, we'll crowdsource it and uh, I'll send it to you. And we'll go for awesome. that. Awesome. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining us on Pillow Talk today. I'll be back this Sunday with a full Pussy Church service and more Pillow Talk next week. If you like today's show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be amazing too. See you on Sunday. <laughs>